As a year nears its end, do you ever spend time reflecting on everything? Do you look back and find all the ways that God has blessed you, has shown up? Do you spend time planning out all your hopes and dreams for the next year? Or do you do a little bit of both? Somehow, for me, when we near the end of any calendar year, I have this urge to do some reflecting before I dive into planning. This episode is going to look a little bit different today because as I reflect on 2022, I'm going to be sharing a lot of things that happened in my own personal life, not just my ministry. So let's go ahead and get started. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is my hashtag podcast where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. I feel like before I dive in, I should probably give a warning if you hear a bunch of background noise as I'm recording this podcast. I'm kind of thinking my house is about to blow away. It is so windy and crazy outside but that's what you get living in Iowa in December. This is our final episode of 2022. That's right. This episode is airing December 6th, and we are taking a little time off over at the Jesus is my hashtag ministry so that we can fully celebrate the season, worship our savior and have time as a family. That said, let's look back at what happened in 2022. We had a lot happening with the Jesus is my hashtag ministry. The podcast grew in listeners, I spoke at an online conference for women, and we released our first ever physical product for sale in the form of prayer cards. These were exciting things that happened within the ministry. It meant we were reaching new youth workers, new parents of tweens and teens, and sharing a message of hope to more people. And that also meant that we're having a greater impact on young people. While I am excited about the growth in my ministry, I think personally, there were even more things that happened that impacted both my personal and professional growth this year. Let me give you a quick rundown of my 2022. As me, Deb, a wife, a mother, a volunteer, a youth worker, etc. My roles are varied for sure, but they all are an opportunity to serve Jesus. At the start of 2022, we were busy living through a series of laughs with our middle son as he prepared to graduate high school. And we were also busy living a series of firsts with our daughter, who was a freshman in high school. In May, our son Jacob graduated high school, and he prepared to leave for college, four and a half hours away, where he was recruited to serve as a kicker for their football team. Can I just pause and say, this mama had a whole lot of emotions, with one leaving the nest. And he was my second to graduate, my second to leave home. It didn't get easier sending a second. It was just different. Our daughter also worked this summer as a lifeguard at our local YMCA, and I still got to taxi her to and from work because she wasn't old enough to drive solo. Her having a full driver's license might be something we're all a little bit excited about in 2023. But you know what? I cherish those moments in the car with her, no matter how short they were. I liked having the time to chat with her, uninterrupted. Of course, as we traveled to and from all her soccer tournaments in the summer, we got extra time with her as well. A huge shift for me was in August, when I began a full-time permanent substitute job in a local middle school. 
I have subbed for years between the middle school and a high school, but I didn't sub every day. For the first time in many years, I work full-time outside of the house, every day heading to work, Monday through Friday when school is in session. I think it's okay to tell you that I cherish my four days off at Thanksgiving break, and I am counting down until the Christmas break, just like most of the young people and the teachers. This has been an amazing experience for me in so many ways. It has afforded me an opportunity to serve young people every day at school. I've been able to pour into their self-esteem, and I have also been able to work to be an encouragement to my fellow teachers and youth workers in the building. Now, since August, I have realized several things about me and where I'm at at this stage of my life. First, I love, yes, love being with young people almost every day. Sure, some days are more draining than others, but overall, I'm filled and I'm re-energized when I get to connect and engage with young people. I don't think I've been this happy in a job for a long time. It definitely has something to do with moving back into a frontline youth worker role. I have missed being frontline, direct line with young people. And I have also missed being a face-to-face encourager with other frontline youth workers. I'm so thankful and blessed for where I am right now. And I gotta say, an added bonus is that I hear some of the craziest things every day when I'm with young people. Besides my working, the fall was crazy busy as my husband and I played tag going between our son's college football games and our daughter's soccer tournaments. And just as we were anxious for fall to wrap up so we could enjoy a few more weekends at home, we were hit with the unexpected in terms of my mom. If you follow me on social media, Facebook or Instagram, or if you receive my weekly newsletter, you probably know this part of my story. My mom suffered a stroke. It's over a month later, and we're preparing for her to be moved to a skilled nursing facility as we continue to wait for miraculous healing and mobility changes and improvements. I can't even begin to tell you how hard this past month has been trying to figure out exactly what this journey with my mom entails and where it's heading. There's days I'm tired, emotional, overwhelmed, sad, and just weary. I battle every day to continue to show up for my family, to show up fully when I'm with young people. I am busy trying to be my best and give my all 100% of the time. That said, I need to admit that I don't do it perfectly. And honestly, I didn't do it perfectly even before my mom's stroke. This has been a great reminder to me about all the ways that I need to be practicing self-care and how I need to fight to keep my relationship with Jesus a priority as everything seems to want to pull on my time. Maybe you've been there before, or maybe you're there right now too. It's hard. Speaking of self-care, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to Season 1, Episode 38, from last November 23rd, 2021. In that episode, I offered six ways to practice self-care. Now, with less than two weeks until Christmas and less than three weeks until the new year, there are a million things to do. And in the middle of everything right now, we are so excited to be preparing to celebrate our oldest son, Jared, as he graduates from college on December 16th. Leave it to Jared to infuse some humor into any situation as he joked with us over Thanksgiving break. Just think, a couple years ago, we didn't even know if I'd be graduating. Seriously, though, we couldn't be more proud of him. With all these things going on, I'm trying to balance my faith, self-care, family, my mom's health journey, my job, my ministry, and everything else at risk of falling through the cracks. I know I always talk about showing up and caring. And that is foundational to our relationships with young people. 
but we also need to remember how important it is to show up for our time with Jesus. We need to show up and be in his word, be in his presence. We need to be putting our time and our love and our energy into our relationship with Jesus. As this year wraps up, I'm slowing down to really figure out what all I want to happen in the ministry in 2023. I have some big dreams. I get excited when I think about them. But I don't want to rush in and miss an opportunity to slow down and pause and look at all the ways that Jesus showed up in my life this past year. I want to offer a little exercise that you can share with young people as the calendar year wraps up and as they prepare to move into next year. Now, this little exercise is something that young people can do, but so can you. In the show notes, you're going to find a handout that you can download that has all the steps together. Right now, though, I'm going to go through them quickly here on the podcast. For this exercise, you're going to need to have paper and something to write with. Now, if you know me, you know I like pretty colorful pens. The more, the merrier. Actually, I always tell everybody it brings me joy when I write with those. You figure out what works for you. You might also want some music. You can play it in the background softly and it can help your mind just flow. And don't forget a timer. Step one. Make a list of all the blessings, the good things, the things that made you laugh, the memories that you loved having created this past year. Set that timer for three minutes and go. Now remember, it doesn't matter how big or small these things are. It's just really a brain dump of all the things. If a young person is struggling to come up with ideas, encourage them to look at pictures on their phone, to write down names of people that they care about, to see if that helps to jog their list. Step number two. Make a list of all the things that were hard this year that caused you to struggle or pause. Set the timer for two to three minutes and just brain dump all that you can. Step three, go back to the second list and star the things that you quote unquote survived or that you got through. Next to those things, write down the name of a person or something that helped you to walk through those things. Spend two to three minutes doing this. Step number four, Now go back to that list of all your blessings, all the good things, and star your five favorite things, your five favorite memories, blessings, whatever you want to call them. Find five things that you're the most excited about. Step number five, on both lists, I want you to go ahead and put a heart by the things where you felt that Jesus was with you, that you felt his presence or felt encouraged by him. Take about three to four minutes to do this. Step number six, make a list of the things that you're excited about in the upcoming year. A list of things that you just can't wait to happen. Give yourself about two minutes to do this. After you've done all that brain dumping, all that writing, all that thinking and reflecting, I want to encourage you to join me in praying the following prayer. Jesus, thank you so much for this year. I know it wasn't perfect. There were good moments and hard moments. I am thankful that I made it through this year, though. I know sometimes it's easy to get caught up in the negative or the struggles. It's sometimes easier to stay stuck right there. But I am so thankful that you have blessed me with people and memories in my life. I'm thankful that you love me and that you have not forgotten me. As I prepare to walk into next year, I ask that you let me feel your presence and that I remember you are with me every step. In your name I pray. Amen. There you have it. 
a short, less than 20-minute exercise that allows us to look back as well as forward. The beauty is that it's supposed to be short and quick. You don't have to spend hours reflecting. Most importantly, though, this exercise allows us to look for Jesus. And I want to encourage you to model this for the young people in your life and do it for yourself, too. Hey, don't forget to go grab the resource that's in the show notes that'll walk you through the process I just shared. As we wrap up 2022, I want to share something that I've been reminded of this fall. Difficult days don't have to be without joy. Even in the hard, there can be good. Even in the sad, there can be laughter. And no matter what, there's always Jesus. Merry Christmas and blessings to you and your family as you enter the new year. And I'll see you in 2023. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 9.37 tells us. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.